0: The 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jalyn Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, we're laughing already. It's 2:34 on the 6:30 Chad Afternoon News. You may know her as one of the housewives on the uh, Real Housewives of Toronto, but she is much, much more than that. Uh, yeah, you'll have to. Do that. In real life, Anne Kaplan is the CEO and president of iFinance Canada, a multi-million-dollar company that specializes in loans for medical, veterinary, dental, and home improvement bills. She's been named as one of Canada's top 100 powerful women. Is a public speaker. I'd say a fashionista, according to those shoes, <laughs> and an author. <laughs> uh, her new book is How to Be Successful in Spite of Yourself. And she joins us now. Thank you for joining us in studio. Thanks for having me here in, in
2: cold. Hi, thanks for having me here in cold Edmonton. Holy cow, it is cold out oh, there. Oh,
1: well, you know.
2: You know, even for us, it was shockingly cold when I went out in my
0: pajama pants this morning to go get coffee.
1: There's an image. There, there you go, it. And there's there's that's an I
2: work with that every You're day. welcome, ladies. Okay. <laughs> you could have changed for the interview, though. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh. there you go. Oh, look at you. All right, so uh, you've said on uh, Real Housewives, why be a gold digger? That was your, uh, your what do they call it, a tagline. Why be a gold digger when you can own the mine? And apparently you've done just that. So what uh, pushed you to start iFinance?
2: iFinance Canada was probably 23 years ago that I started the company. It was to fill in this niche for people that may need financing for a medical procedure. Now, as you know, in Canada, we're a two-tiered system. We're mostly... Um, covered by medical outlets, provincial medical companies throughout throughout Canada. And so I thought, what about those procedures that the government doesn't fund? And so I started a company to finance those procedures. Well, how does it work? So somebody goes into their doctor's office. We have 15,000 doctor's offices across the country and a lot of uh, cosmetic medical eye, you know, eye laser eye surgery. Mm. So they, they offer MediCard and you know, for pets, pet card and dental card for our dental procedures. And they don't want to pay 15000 $10,000, even $5,000 for a procedure. They simply fill out a form. And we finance, and they pay us back over a few years.
0: Ah, okay. So this Very is quick. not insurance. This is no, financing. not
2: insurance. It's loans that are unsecured, meaning there's no security ass, You don't have to put your car up, your house up or anything. You we wouldn't be interested money. in my
0: car or house. I <laughs> <laughs> look at those shoes. No, we're not playing in the same ballpark. Why do you make, like, metal shoes out of yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh I love, you know, I was reading more and more about you, and you look at uh, your, your background, so you, you hold a mask. Masters in, b- in business, a master's in science, a corporate government uh, governance designation. Um, at last update, you were completing your doctorate. Uh, weeks away, yes. Weeks away, a doctor. How how do you juggle all of this? And I suspect that this might be a part of the book: how to be successful in spite of yourself. But
2: how have you managed to juggle that? Plus, I need to mention that you also have eight kids. I do have eight kids, and I do have multiple degrees and run a business. But I think anybody can do that. And it's almost like we set the bar too low. And we say, okay, I've got my job. I've got my house. And we don't think we could have more. We could have it all if we focus on everything that we're doing and just do it right. And that means that you don't abuse yourself the night before you wake up and you're spending a couple hours recovering. <laughs> so I think that is a way society might be that they say, okay, now I deserve this break at the end of the day. And that break becomes maybe something that's a little bit abusive too. So the the book, How to Be Successful in Spite of Yourself, is how to remove that barrier that you put in your way to do everything and anything that you'd ever want to do, including eight kids. And I didn't (laughs) set out to raise eight kids. I got handed, like, merger, acquisition, startup, and diverse takeover. (laughs) And I ended up with eight children under my care. And you just have to be prepared to do things that, to you, are right, based on a value system that you have. And when you get handed something like I have, where a sister passed away and I ended up with the last two kids, that you say... Okay, I'm taking them. But you can't do that unless you prepare your life for those moments that you're unexpected.
0: So let me theorize on something then. So you signed up for the Real Housewives of uh, Toronto. Mm-hmm. And with all that you've described on your plate already, that seems like just more and unnecessary work. But uh, Donald Trump back in the day said that people like doing business with famous people and that was one of the reasons that he liked to get himself out in front of the cameras all the time. That's the reason they developed a reality show in the first place and he's president. So was that some of your thought process that as a
2: businesswoman, that you wanted to be you wanted to heighten your profile through television? Well, when you do something like a reality television show, especially something like The Real Housewives because that's a very different one. I I thought i'm okay with it because if you're going to put yourself out there in reality on television you better like who you are because when you watch it you Uh don't want to be looking at it and going i don't like that person so i thought if i have to go in and play me i'm okay with who i am so that's okay and i think and i'm not a fan of donald trump but uh some people are but i think he's brilliant at marketing himself he's brilliant at positioning he's brilliant at spinning and he's absolutely right people want to do business with famous people and the real housewives is a great platform to build whatever off of because you're instantly it's like drawing a line in the sand where the day the show aired um you i can't walk down a street without somebody recognizing me Hmm. did you enjoy it ann I loved every single Did minute you? of doing The Real Housewives. It was H- had you watched fun. the
0: other franchises before you agreed to it?
2: I had never. We, didn't, we don't even have television at home. So <laughs> Well, that explains <laughs>
0: some of the time you have available.
2: Yeah, and I brought my kids up without TV. And so we have a television set but not hooked up to cable. And so we could watch movies or something like mm-hmm. that. I had not seen any of the shows, but I had to sign a contract to say that I did watch the shows, so I actually legitimately had to watch shows, (laughs) because they didn't want me to go back, and I suppose the reason for it is that they don't want you to go back and say, I didn't understand what I was getting myself into. And so they wanted me to sign a contract saying I had actually watched shows. And I have to say there were some franchises of uh, some of the different locations that I liked better than the others. (laughs) I I did like Beverly Hills, that was fun. Sure. Like the glamour of it, and mm-hmm. I did like the New York. Um, the Atlanta, I can't really figure out. They really just beat each other up. <laughs>
0: well, just... New Jersey, you should try that. <laughs> oh,
2: my goodness. So, it it was... I still had to go back and say, okay, I'm going to be okay with me. And I'm probably an unhousewife housewife housewife, because I... I have made my money myself. I don't depend on my husband, which is great because I can just get rid of him when I want to and not worry about... Um, do, do you mean for the afternoon or do you mean in general? No, it's like I've gone through a few husbands. Oh, and so There's a little bit of advice. Go up a carrot every husband. So never, ever stay with the same one unless... And you're going to go up and you're going to divorce. At least upgrade. Sure. Don't yeah. downgrade. Yeah. But totally I'm with my sense. husband because I like being with my husband and... I know that I could walk away um, if I wanted to. And the book on how to be successful in spite of yourself was how to be successful in spite of him. But wow. it's not about him. We blame ourselves and we say our bad marriage or my life is because I married the wrong guy and we broke up. And well, thank goodness you broke up if you married the wrong guy. It would be worse if you're still with him. So. <laughs> walk out the door, and it, you didn't fail. Your marriage didn't work out. And it doesn't mean that your life failed because you choose to move on. You start from that position even if you don't have much, even if you have to walk away from maybe a income or a lifestyle. But, geez, you're not with the jerk anymore, thank goodness. And that's where we have to set ourselves up from today forward.
1: And um, your, your current husband is number...
2: Well, we, I've married him 3 times. Okay, you've done yeah, yes. you've done huh. you've yes. done renewal yeah, and I, this, he's my, actually my number two husband. A number two, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, he's quite successful uh, in his own right as a, I believe he's
2: a cosmetic surgeon, right? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's only a plastic surgeon. He's not like a tycoon or anything. No, like no. That. Yeah, he's so, a plastic surgeon. But I know. Yeah. My mother said, you're, you're <laughs> married. I, I said, Mom, I'm, I'm getting married. And she said, what's he like? And I said, well, he's a nice guy. And I told her, and we talked for half an hour. And she goes, I said, he doesn't have any money. And she said, well, what does he do? And I said, well, he's a plastic surgeon. And she goes, only you would say you're marrying a plastic surgeon and he doesn't have any money so it's all relative yeah. it's all relative
1: well that that is uh, to put it my, my, my question was yeah. is about you know the balance in your relationship as a couple with you you know being you know uh, on the shows with the books with you know the, the super you know fantastic company that you run how does that that, that uh, relationship balance how, is, how, how does that
2: work well, I can't say being married, and we're going into 18 years we've Hmm. been married, I can't say it has always been easy. And I think that he met me, and I'm, I'm actually a nice person, and he liked the nice person, and I think... Sometimes we marry somebody, and we like what they are, and then when we marry them, we want to change what they are. Mm. And I think he felt a little intimidated because I am self-sufficient, and he was worried, maybe, and that's very male, that I might meet somebody else or that I might be okay without him. And you know what? I am okay without Mm -hmm. him, but I'm with him because I want to be with him. And not all the time, but most of the time. (laughs) So I'm with him because I want to be with him, and I had to be a smart woman and train him to know that, I'm going to be everything I want to be, but I'm not leaving you as long as you're good to me. And so it's a it's a trick, almost like we have to be strong enough to say, I love you, honey, but let me be everything I want to be, and I'm staying with you. And that takes a little bit of work on our part as females, and we're smart enough to do that. So you certainly believe that a woman can have it all. I absolutely think you can it's just define what it all is and
0: well I wanted to ask you about that specifically being happy who you are right you you said uh it's all relative and success is relative so some might argue that you've overachieved success if you're still spending so much of your time trying to be more successful at what point do you say I've succeeded and take a break
2: well what I don't want that on my grave like I succeeded (laughs) there's my break I actually really enjoy every single day and I wake up happy even my kids say nobody's as happy as you are mom Mm -hmm. and I'm like what do you mean you're upset about your your homework are you lucky you're getting an education and they're no Uh. (laughs) It's, it's, it's relative if you are happy with who you are isn't that success and if you can live your life the way you want to isn't that success because there's a lot of really horrible things that can happen to us, like illness, like cancers. I I don't want any of those things in my life, but so I'm there. I'm already successful, and success should not be a goal. It should be a journey, and in the book, I talk about stepping on a path of success, and then you're already there, and then you live your life of success, not have a goal where it's on your tombstone. And you go, okay, that was successful. So
0: success is not a finish line then. It's, no. It's part of the process. It's
2: it's st- deciding that I'm in full control of my life, and these are the six steps that I need to do to be in full control of my life. No, they're not really steps. They're just things that you do. That you live your life, that you're in control of your destiny and where you are at the moment. And Kaplan joins us in
1: studio this <laughs> afternoon. How to be successful in spite of yourself is her new book. She's also, of course, been on the Real Housewives of Toronto, but uh, in real life, also the uh, CEO and president of iFinance Canada, multi-million dollar company. Uh, we'll take a break here. Uh, take a brace, Take a break <laughs> here at 2:46 when we come back. Want to get into some of the um, some of the little nuggets that are in this book when it comes to advice on things. Like finding wealth and changing careers at at any age. Stay with us more with Ann Kaplan right after this.
2: Why be a gold digger when you can own the mine?
1: It's uh, 2 50 joining us in studio. Anne Kaplan this afternoon, one of the real housewives of Toronto, of course, a CEO as well, president of iFinance Canada, author, public speaker, uh, you name it. She's, go to her website if you haven't, uh, com or Anne Kaplan sorry, dot <laughs> com. Uh, she- does it all, and in the book, you're kind of outlining um, some some ideas on how to how to be successful and how to uh, find wealth and how to be successful at any age. So, my first question
2: to you is that: What is your advice on on finding wealth? Well, in finding wealth, first, whatever you do to be successful, you should always work from one value statement or one value where you define yourself. So all your decisions are made on that. Um, often we look at uh, self-help books, and it's a lot of eat, pray, love, which is very true, mm. and that's in in my book, How to Be Successful in Spite of Yourself. It's in there, but don't forget your financial self, and if you devote time to your financial well-being and your financial wealth you can be just as successful in that as you can be on your physical self and I talk about that book and the six things that you do to be as successful as you possibly can be in uh, working from your one value statement that helps drive all of your decisions and so financial well-being is one of those and if you want to buy a car or a house, we often say, okay, that's where we find success. But there's others out there, a massive number of very, very wealthy people that say, I don't want just a car and a house. I actually want to own an airplane, and mm-hmm. I want a vacation home in Hawaii. And that becomes their goal. And they set their bar a little differently. And then they do the things that they can do to afford their own airplane, their home in Hawaii, and you, you know, how, know how to move the bar and then start to figure out how to make money to reach that bar. And so it's where you define success and how much money you need. And you can get there if you're focused on it.
0: Hmm. But it's also a frame of mind, isn't it? Because I just find when I speak to people who are quite wealthy that they're just how they view wealth is different than how an average person like myself views wealth. I'll give you an example. I spoke to a, uh, I think he's actually a billionaire once, and I asked him just simply, what's it like to be a billionaire? And he said, well, what would you like it to be like? If it was you, what would you do with that? And I said, I would buy a cottage on the beach in Belize, and I would live the rest of my life there. And he said, I don't really understand what that has to do with wealth. You own a house now? Sell it and go to Belize. <laughs> He's
2: and absolutely it just, right. It
0: just seems so simple. Yes. But there's something that prevents average people from doing that. We don't want to take the risk, or we think that we have to save towards success. you do have to save. We don't know how to do it.
2: But we spend. We get, we make a little bit more money and then we spend it. We never think about how we can turn that money into more money. And so we keep buying things while we're building. If you can step back and not buy things while you're building your wealth, you need to invest in your future. You can't just say, hey, I want to be wealthy. And there you are, you're wealthy. It doesn't happen <laughs> like that. You actually have to invest in your education, you have to invest in your whatever you're investing in, your company, your entrepreneurship, your um, your real estate, whatever way you're going to become wealthy, you have to take the time and be patient. You can't be spending while you're investing uh. in becoming wealthy.
0: How important is it to be passionate about what you're doing to accumulate that wealth? How important is it to really love what you're doing?
2: And that's where being passionate is where some people get a bit confused. They're passionate about doing hair. Somebody would say, I'm passionate, I love doing hair, and I'm going to be very wealthy at doing it. Well, you can be passionate about doing hair, but make sure you look at the business side of it too, (laughs) and that just because you're passionate about doing hair, think really, really big and how you can distribute the way you do hair or your lessons you learn doing hair or your hair products into mass production. And then you're still doing what you're passionate about, but think of the business side too. Not just, I love doing hair, and I'm only going to be able to make so much in one day because I'm doing people's hair. There's nothing wrong doing hair, but you're not going to become super, super rich unless you think of a business model around it.
0: Why are we doing radio in Edmonton? <laughs> <laughs>
2: because you love
0: it. <laughs> we should be universally broadcasting this show.
1: Um, what Before we let you go, and because we're pretty much out of time here, what is, um, what is your biggest piece of advice uh, for the way that
2: you, you live life and, and, and how to be successful? My very, very biggest piece of advice if you're listening out there, is go to Indigo and buy the book <laughs> how to be successful in spite of yourself or go on amazon.ca or Indigo and you can buy the book. And that is my absolute biggest piece of advice because you'll read it, you'll laugh, you will cry, and you will learn from it if you want to. And we don't pick up self-help books unless we want to learn. So that's my biggest piece All of right, advice. All right, then we'll is, leave it at that.
0: Yeah. Is it a book for everyone or just women?
2: It is for everyone, It is focused a lot on women because I talk a lot about things that have happened in my life which will make you cry and make you laugh. And you'll relate to it and say, holy cow, she went through a lot of crap and she's laughing. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter what's happened to you in your past. It doesn't matter if he did anything to you. You take control and you make yourself successful.
1: The website is ankaplan.com. You can follow her on Twitter as well at An underscore own it. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you guys.
0: The Six Thirty Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at two on Six Thirty Chad.